Hello and welcome to Continuously Brave. If you're new here, hi! I'm Ali, the host of Continuously Brave, a podcast talking about growth, mindset, happiness, self-love, spirituality, burnout and boundaries. I know those amazing, lovely things that help us create happier, more joy-filled and balanced lives. But here on Continuously Brave, we also share the true stories of our unravelings, what really goes on behind the scenes, our messy middles and what really trips us up and what we have to do to pick ourselves back up again and finding our resilience, which is what makes us continuously brave. So today's episode is also available on YouTube if you're interested to go and watch as well as listen or whichever one you want to do. I um, I feel really a bit uncomfortable talking about this because um, I I don't really talk about this (laughs) at all. But the title of today's episode is, of course, my um, human design experiment. And so I'm going to be talking about human design and personally my human design as well. So before we get into all that juicy goodness and all that stuff, what on earth is human design? I bet you're wondering if you haven't heard of it before. So human design is a personality it's a personality categorization model, I guess you could say. Um, so if you've heard of Myers-Briggs and you've heard of, um, I can't remember any of the, like astrology, you know, when you check out your star signs and things like that. So instead of giving you a generic summary human design is tailored to you and your date of birth and where you were born it will tell you what your what's your natural state according to human design and how best you can operate into the world um so you get a human design body graph and it's composed of nine different shapes known as energy centers um and those energy centers replace the seven chakras and each have their own significance the lines connecting the energy centers are called channels where these indicate certain abilities or ways of operating if you're interested in finding out your human design you can go to the uh i'm probably going to pronounce this wrong uh giovanni archive it's giovanni archive.com and get your own chart there and this will generate your personalized body graph and give you a summary of your energy type, your strategy, your not self theme, or your not self, your inner inner authority, your profile defer, definition, and the one that trips me up the most, the in incarnation cross. Okay, so. All you have to do when you go onto the giovanniarchive.com is you have to put in your date of birth, the time you were born and where you were born. And then that gives you your body graph. So anywhere on the body graph that is white, that means it's open. Meaning whatever energy centre or channel represents has to be influenced. Sorry, I'll say that again. Meaning whatever that energy centre or channel represents is 
able to be influenced by the outside world an energy center or channel that is colored in um it could be red black green yellow gold etc um that is a defined um channel and is less impressionable is that the right word impressionable to outside influences um, in each of these energy centers, there are numbers which are related to the 64, 64 hexagrams of the Chinese I Ching. And in human design, these are called gates. And the two gates form the channel between one energy center. Sorry, between, between two energy centers. Oh, this is hard. Each gate is associated with a certain ability or perspective and gates that are coloured red are skills, beliefs you're unconsciously aware of or not able to articulate, whereas gates that are coloured black represent skills, beliefs you're consciously aware of. Consciously aware of. Gates that look checkered with both red and black mean you flip between knowing that you've got that trait attitude and not being able to clearly identify it. Okay, I feel like I need another drink right now <laughs> from going through this. So, there are um, a few different energy types, okay? And the energy type, I'm just getting up my definitions of the energy types. So, there are technically four human design energy types, okay? Um, and I have to look this up because I never remember all four of them. And... Okay, so they are manifestors, generators, projectors, and reflectors. Oh, sorry, there's five. And there's manifesting generators. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, there's five. I feel like I should go back and do that, but let's just do that again in case. <laughs> so there are five energy types, not four, five. Manifester, generator, projector, reflector, and manifesting generator. So what I've gathered is that if you're a manifesting generator, you take a bit of the manifester and a bit of the generator content, um, but not all of them. They're kind of like a hybrid. And um, these people are amazing people to be honest, in my opinion, they can multitask and they can do better with multiple projects or hobbies on the go. And especially if they, those are the things that light them up and they thrive in self-paced environments and they know that they're not living there and know that if they're not living their human design, they get frustrated a bit like generators um, and their strategy is to respond. Okay, so manifestors are pretty easy to spot supposedly they're the go-getters who know what they want and how to get it they're uh, powerful and their strategy is to inform and they don't do so well when they can't they're not in control um, they're impulsive and they also have um a they also have a not self theme which is the indicator that they're not living their design is um, anger. So when they're not living their human design, they feel a lot of anger. Instead, um, they need to learn to ask permission and share their plans with others. 
Okay, next up is generators, which is what I am and what the rest of this episode will eventually be about. These human designs are energetic marathoners. I'm pulling a face if you can see me on YouTube because I don't feel that way. Um, They can keep going even when they're knackered. Okay, that is really, really true. (laughs) I, I can keep going even when I'm tired. Generators have a very open aura, which makes them naturally magnetic. They're very good at responding, not initiating, because of their strong sacral response. Hence, their strategy is to respond. But they must remember it's okay to stop doing something if it no longer lights them up. The fastest way for them to to tell as if tell this if this is the case is if they get frustrated, which is their not self theme. Um, projectors only. 20% of the population are projectors um, and they must wait for the invitation, which is their strategy, to ensure they live according to their human design. They see things long before others, but mightn't communicate this very well and instead come across as bossy boots or know-it-alls, which ultimately makes the projector feel a bit bitter, which is that they're not self-belief, sorry, they're not self-theme feeling bitter. Um for not being appreciated for their valuable insights. And the trade-off is supreme clarity, which is their non-energy type. And they tie easily and gain energy only from interactions with others. Um, And then the last one is the reflectors, which are the rare birds. Reflectors are only 1% of the population. They have all nine energy centers open, making them incredibly adaptable, highly changeable creatures. They serve as mirrors to those around them, illuminating energies or situations that others might have thought of or wanted to see. Ironically, they see, sorry, ironically, they see everyone so clearly but themselves. They need trusted sounding boards in their life where their strategy is to wait a lunar cycle 28 days to come to a decision. Disappointment is the biggest, uh, disappointment is their biggest indicator that they're acting out of their design which is their not self theme like there's some other stuff that I could go through as well um but I'm not going to because it's not something that I am and really well known for or really know tons about I have been following um Jenna Snow on Instagram to um, learn more about my human design, which I said is generator. And um, she has created a app where you can put in your information and she shows you your human design. So this is my human design chat on the app. There we go. So that's what it looks like. And um, I have slowly, slowly been figuring out more about myself. So, okay, my energy type is in generator. Um, 
A generator's purpose is to create good energy in the world. As the name suggests, you are here to generate energy. Whatever you do, something that makes you happy, excited and lit up, you create so much good energy that it literally spills out of you and into everyone around you. Being lit up is your highest calling when you're happy and excited. It inspires, fuels and lifts everyone else up around you without even trying. When you're excited, you become full of life. The energy can't help but spill out of you and to everybody you come across. Um, When you're following your desires, you feel like you could go and go all day without feeling tired because you're generating this good energy. This is the universe telling you you're in the flow. Because of this, when a generator does what they love, everybody wins. Um, I find it really helpful because it breaks it down to you. So obviously that was my energy type um, and it breaks it, oops, it breaks it down. Trying to show without the reflection of the window casting on it. So it breaks it down into your energy type, your intuition, which for me is gut intuition, um, my personality, which is one for the omniscient teacher, my strategy which is responding, my sign which is satisfaction, my not self which we covered which is frustration, um, my manifestation process which is specific, my life theme which is the right angle cross of the sphinx 13 slash 7 and 1 slash 2 which that's the one that I don't really get, I <laughs> don't really understand. Um, my de- digestion is alternating appetite, my strongest sense is inner vision and my emotions is non-emotional and one of the reasons that I love this app is because um, Jenna has done this thing for every day for 200 days you'll get a new tip based on your energy type Um, and I find them really helpful and really interesting and that is one of the ways that I'm kind of learning more about my energy type being a generator um a gener- being a generator is one of the most common and popular energy types um my I did my energy type and my husband's and we're both generators but that that is literally the only thing we have in common is our energy type everything else is completely different for us um which makes a lot of sense I think sometimes I think it's based please feel to correct me if I am wrong but I'm pretty sure it's based about where the stars are in the sky and then it's translated into your energy type and stuff um I think that's wrong but I'm not sure but yeah my husband pretty much most people born in 86 the year that I was born are generators and my husband obviously was born in the same year that I was so we are both generators and today's tip for generators which is is called finding your purpose the universe is up there laughing at how we all limit the idea of our purpose of to our work the universe is up there laughing at how we all limit the idea of our purpose to our work don't get it but okay (laughs) So for me, personally, I started, I found out about the human design 
I can't remember when, maybe 2019, um, from Danny Gardner, who is a quiet marketer, I think is what she classes herself as. Um, and she had a course on being a generator because she herself is a generator. And so she spoke a lot about being a generator and um, I just kept following along during 2020 when, you know, the world broke. And in 2021, it became a way more popular thing online and started following a couple of different human design readers who would share obviously about all the different designs. And so I would just take what I was interested in, in as a generator and then um, it's just been really popular. And I just think that one of the funniest things is over the last, what, two years, people who originally were talking about being, who are generators and were talking and giving loads of information about being generators and now in 2022 um, helping the projectors, which, you know, is cool, you know, pivot, do whatever makes you happy, go whatever direction works. And if people that are projectors are requesting that, that's fine. But now I'm struggling to find more information about being a generator when I'm doing this human design generator experiment. So I said I'm doing this human design generator experiment. What the hell does that mean? Well, basically it means that I'm spending the year learning more about my human design. And then I'm, what I'm learning, I'm putting into my life and my business and yeah so the basic thing of that is from being a generator there's two things that stand out the most for me from sorry that's the uh smelly in the living room the two things that I've noticed the most about being a generator are the first one is that generators will change and pivot um, because they will always follow what lights them up because if they don't follow what lights them up they struggle and it doesn't make them happy and it's all about following the happiness which is kind of how this is all going which makes total sense to me because I've chopped and changed um, in my business you'll obviously been here for three years um, or if you're not been here for three years on the podcast, the podcast has changed and, and shifted several times over the last three years. So obviously right now, going through a bit more of a pivot and change um, to align more with um, what interests me and what my business is kind of about. Um, but also, so it kind of is separate to my business but not for it to run parallel if that makes sense which I know a marketing strategy doesn't necessarily make any sense because you want to you know constantly make sure that um they align so that you can use it as a marketing tool and stuff but that's not 100% what lights me up and what how I can make my podcast work and I've come to upset that that that's okay because I want my podcast to make me happy otherwise I won't do it which is something that I discussed a bit more in my previous episode um so if you want to know more about my marketing plans and all that jazz um I'll listen to the previous episode and I am kind of like 
it's sometimes it's really hard you have some guilt sometimes when you, you make a pivot you make a change um that you're letting people down and you know people are going to stop following you and all this kind of stuff and you kind of just have to accept it because at the end of the day you can only make you happy which is obviously a boundary thing um and this is where the thinking space happens because <laughs> there's no more notes and I've completely forgotten I have completely forgotten it was a boundary thing and I always really thought I was good at boundaries and I am good at boundaries um unless it's somebody close to me and then I really struggle with setting boundaries but it, so if you're not close to me I can set the motherfucking amazing boundaries but if you are close to me yeah and can't set boundaries it's really bad so that is another thing with the gen with generators is setting better boundaries is you know blocking more and <clears throat> the second thing so i said those two things and i've just gone through the first one which was um what was it again which was about following your joy, following what makes you happy and why there's been pivots in my business, kind of, has been trying to follow. I'm going to be honest about that. I will say that. I was discussing with my ability, my accountability partner um, a couple of weeks ago now and really <laughs> I said some of the pivots I made were bad pivots because I was chasing the money, not my happiness, which is why the pivot didn't last for long which completely does make sense when you think about it from my gener my human design generator perspective because following the money following money doesn't make me happy sadly um and therefore I can't just follow the money to try and light myself up I have to do what lights me up and hope I can make money from that which mm, isn't always the best plan and then the second thing is that in the strategy, I'm gonna just pull it back up again. It was to, um, yeah, very good at responding, which therefore means like, seeing what other people are saying and other people are doing and then responding in a helpful way to them to then figure out, you know, I'm talking this from a business perspective as well, but um, figuring out, you know, where you can help and where there's maybe a lack in the market that you can pull an offer, put an offer in, create content that people will like which isn't always easy because um sometimes I feel like you've got to take a step back to do that and there's not always time to do that um what was my um Just wondering what the um my inner authority was. It was um sacral authority, which is trust your gut instinct. You'll often feel or give a very distinct uh-huh, 
uh uh-uh response. If it isn't clear, wait, rephrase the question and try again. You do better with a yes-no question format because that gives you your best chance at a uh uh-uh response. Which is so, so true. I am very much one of those gut reaction people and I will sometimes walk away from something if I'm not 100% sure whether or not that's the right step or stage or place to go. And sometimes this is easy and sometimes this is hard but I'm very much in tune with my gut and I'm very much um an intuitive person I did a mini course many years ago now um that Jess Lively did um to help you tune into your intuition and listen to it and connect with it and for me (laughs) that was quite helpful because I was spending a lot of time in the bath and for me I find water soothing and sitting in the bath and trying to connect with my intuition um sometimes it's easier to do it in your head than to do it um via your voice or via handwriting like in your journal but yeah so that's what I did and I found that really really helpful and um I am basically learning more about my human design type and I am basically going to be, as I said, applying what I'm learning to my business and to my life and using it to help me build a happier, more joy-filled, balanced life. Um, And also, I just want to give a big shout out to um, Peter because she was a previous guest on the podcast we are like kind of online friends that are kind of friends in the real world she sends me christmas cards every year um but last year i enrolled in her um i've taken the booklet upstairs but i enrolled in her elevate um course that normally is a 12 week uh, course that she runs and last year Peter did a um, experiment where she did that course through the year instead of in 12 weeks and I found it really really helpful and I really enjoyed it and she's opened enrollment which is probably closed by the time this episode goes live for another round of Elevate. I'm sure she'll probably have a wait list. So if it's something you're interested in, please do free feel free to um, jump on the wait list to learn out more. Otherwise, you can follow Peter online. She is Nourishing Soulfully on Instagram. She is episode number four, if you want to listen. It is an hour and a half episode though, but it's full of lovely goodness. Um, it's one of the... I can't remember what number it is, but it's in the top 10 most listened to episodes of Continuously Brave. And during Elevate, Peter asks us to figure out our core core values. No, our desired desired feelings. Um, And as a business owner, I already had like my core values, which is what I was just getting confused with. And obviously, like my core values are joy creativity freedom intuition minimalism um i've got 10 in general but they're the five that come to the art and health and you know other stuff but they're the ones that 
that just jump off my head right now. And that really tripped me up when <laughs> Peter was talking about it and she was being like, but they're not your core values, they're your desired feelings, they're slightly different. Um, there was like a whole module about it, like which is why I'm saying like Elevate might interest you. And honestly, it really, really helped me. Like we did, it was like the last, it was towards the end of the 12 months that we were working together. Um, like the end of 21, I, can't, I couldn't remember what year we were in then. And I was like, this has like, it was small steps, I think. And because I was having such a bad year last year, that when Peter was like, what are your desired feelings? And I was like, I feel nothing at the moment. There are no feelings. Because I was just feeling so numb and so tired and just, it was hard last year. It was really hard. And I'm not going to stop talking about it because I think we should talk about mental health more and, you know, not have it be such a quiet thing basically and in case you're wondering I have applied for therapy and um complete tangent side note applying for therapy was hard guys um not just applying for itself but you fill in the form which was fine and then you get directed to another form which is fine and I that was it I submitted as a that was fine um and this is an NHS self-referral that I've done um and then it sends you like another survey to do once you're registered and I was like right okay that's fine and there were like there was the first part to it I just submitted it and then they were like basically it was like it seems like you're struggling please can you um fill in this next form just basically to see how Badly, you're struggling. And I was like, mm, okay, I'll fill it in. So I filled that in. And then at the end of the form, it popped up with all these charities and numbers and email addresses, um, basically saying, We're worried about your response. Um, it seems like you're struggling um, and you're feeling suicidal. Um, please can you contact a family member or a loved one to check in and talk with them and if you can't here are all these charities and numbers and things and I was like it's kind of kind of not right there because um I have suicidal thoughts but I don't have intentions if that makes sense um I'll probably talk about this in another episode some other time and then I was like there was another part to go through so I went through the final part the third part and then the third part again popped up with we're worried about your mental health if you feel that you need some support right now please ring a family member or a loved one or ring any of these numbers and I was like this is really cool because you know some people probably really are struggling really really badly and I'm like I think because I've been so in tune with my intuition over the last few years while I've been struggling with my physical health that now I'm struggling with my mental health. I'm at this point where I'm like, I can tell when that voice isn't my voice and that it's not me thinking those things. It's just this weird negative 
self-destructive thing coming through that's kind of really annoying um so I applied for therapy I filled in that awful questionnaire I got a bit freaked out by the whole we're worried about you aspect and uh, now I'm waiting for another email or a phone call to say (laughs) something dire um and yeah I'm just checking I didn't get another email but there's something dire and but I wouldn't be able to recognize any of that stuff without you know figuring out my intuition from Jess Lively and you know realizing that I'm a really good intuitive person through my human design and yeah I can't remember what 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 I was talking about before I went on the tangent which is so annoying but it happens and this is the thinking thing that's not going to work oh Peter and elevate and core core values versus desired feelings and so Peter was like it's okay you don't have to think about them now here's a list of words look at them see if anything stands out you know go away and think about them as well if you're really struggling and then it was like a couple of weeks later that my brain was like these these we need these these are the desired feelings we need these desired feelings in our life and those desired feelings are helping me build better mental health days build a better business build better marketing strategies build you know just a better life um so it won't surprise you that my words my desired feelings are happy joy-filled and balanced um and it feels really they feel really good and I would never have got to those words without Peter and Elevate and the other lovely women that um do Elevate as well because we were having group calls as well and sharing together and it just was really good and it was really really helpful and it feels like last year was a time to like take from everything that I was learning and to apply it to this year to have a better year this year to have a hopefully more surviving year this year so yes there will probably be I'm hoping maybe to do another episode at the six six month mark and then another episode at the end of the year or the start of next year to wrap up the year of the human design experiment as a generator I'm still learning there's still so much more to figure out and I really really hoped and want to get an actual human design reading um instead of just using the app on my phone um to have a clearer and better understanding of um my entire human design and (laughs) ironically um I'm actually looking at Krista um who was previously on the podcast as well um in episode 12 which was an hour and 42 minutes episode um 
who has since shifted her business. She's um, had a little girl and she's shifted her business and she talks about human design now and up until this point she was talking about human design as a bus- and how to apply it as a business owner um, and now she's wanting to obviously spread the word about human design and push it forward more and want it to be just as popular as um, astrology you know your our star signs and Krista uh, Krista Dixon offers a offers human design readings and so I'm really hoping in the next few months to get a human design reading from her so I can have a better understanding and see it all a bit clearer because trying to do it on my my own is a bit hard sometimes um but yeah I am it feels so much freer at the moment inside my head and my body um there's just this nice feeling of happiness and joy and less stress and there's still that shitty mental health stuff going on over here but overall it is a lot 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 better so i will find i will find (laughs) i will um saying i will find has really put me off i will put the links to the things that i've mentioned the giovanni archive to peter's episode um to elevate to krista now on human design stuff and human design readings and their previous podcast episodes in the description box and are in the and in the show notes depending how you're consuming this episode I personally would love to know if you know your human design type, what it is, and whether or not you're embarking on a human design experiment as well, so you can find out more about your human design and apply it to your life and business more. I thank you so much for listening and for watching, if you have been, and I... I'm going to call it quits and go have a drink because my throat is really dry now. As always, you can... There we go, there's the croak. (laughs) As always, you can find me on Instagram at Ali Grace Muir. And you can also find me on TikTok as well at Ali Grace Muir. And I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening and have a fabulous rest of your day.